FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is a WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Scott Walker. Right now that time, 8.17 on this Friday morning. Today, the 16th of September. And this morning, we have Steve and Jennifer Yates on the air with us this morning to talk about The Great Chase and a, uh, a new event that's coming up with The Great Chase. It's it's not the annual race that we're talking about this morning, but instead a, uh, a duck-involved race. So I guess, Steve, uh, tell us a little bit more about this. Absolutely. Thank you, Scott. Uh, tomorrow at Burrow Beach, which is at Sportscom. Uh, we're gonna be hosting our inaugural event, the Great Duck Chase. And we're going to be releasing thousands of rubber ducks down the two slides at Burrow Beach and directing those ducks across the pool. And the top three uh, placements will win cash prizes, $1,000 for the first place duck, 500 for the second place duck, 250 for third place. And we even have an award for what we call the slacker quacker. The last place duck is gonna get $50. Uh, all of this is going to the Great Chase. It's a 501c3 charity that Jennifer and I are the co-founders of, and all of our proceeds go right back, in, right back into our community to help local families whose children have life-limiting illnesses. Now, the Great Chase, the organization has been around for a number of years, and in the past, and you're still doing this, you've done, uh, what is it, a, a 5K yeah, we have a 5K race that comes up uh, this year, October the 29th. Uh, that'll start at 8 a.m. Uh, we host that over at Gateway Island in Murfreesboro, and this will be our seventh annual 5K race coming up next month. And this is our initial uh, run at the Great Duck Chase. First one tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Yeah. Now, I, I guess let's go back and talk to us a little bit about how the idea of the Great Chase started, and uh, you know, tell us a little bit about the history of it. We started The Great Chase after my son, Chase, who passed away from Burkitt's lymphoma in 2008. And while we were in the hospital, I was fortunate enough, uh, because we had so much support, community support, to be able to stay by his side the full seven months he was in the hospital. And while we were there, there were tons of children who did not have that luxury of someone being right by their side all the time. Um, so Chase would always say, we need to do something. We've got to make a difference. We need to change the situation. So after he passed away, we decided that we would form our foundation. And we've started, again, raising the funds. And we give back to those families who find themselves in that situation. So the parents maybe don't have to work as much. And they can stay at the hospital more with their kids. When you're in the hospital with a child who has cancer or or any other type of serious illness out there i i think well i know i've I've been to hospitals and it's always surprising to me to see all those children who are there with sometimes literally no visitors right the the halls sometimes can be very empty and lonely even though i always say you you would think it would be a depressing place but yet it is still so uplifting because the kids 
they don't really mind that they're there. They're, they're, they're just, they just still want to be kids. And so that is another one of our goals is to make sure that they remember that they're more than their disease or their illness and that they um, still matter and that they're still just a kid and they need to do kid things. I, I know at places like Vanderbilt Children's Hospital, the nurses do a great job there, but they also have guests who come in to talk to the kids almost daily. They have you know, different little shows they perform. I mean, there's just a, yes. a huge variety of things they do to, to keep kids occupied while they're there, you know, going through, you know, cancer treatments for one. Right. Yes. They, they always have programs going on. They do have the visitors come in. I know the Nashville Predators come in. They were a big lifesaver to us. Um, sounds players, other baseball teams, they come in and they, they pretty much make sure that they stay uplifted all the time. Now, I know I was talking to Steve about this earlier, but your your son, when, whenever he had the opportunity to, to utilize Make-A-Wish and to say, you know, this is something I want, this is something I want to do, he didn't look at himself. He, he instead decided to do something for all the kids at his school, and I believe he attended Walter Hill. Yes. Ele- was it Walter Hill Elementary School? It was, yes. He attended there up until fifth grade. He went on the very first day of fifth grade, and then that weekend, and then he was supposed to go back the Monday for a full day, and he got sick Sunday, and that we, so he never got to go back. But he, when they come up with Make-A-Wish and said, you need to make a wish, he was like, I haven't done anything to deserve a wish. I don't, I don't need that. So it took some convincing. And then finally at the close to the end, he said, okay, I'm ready to make my wish, but I want to give it back to them because I was supposed to help my gym teacher this year with the equipment and anything gym related because that was his favorite subject. (laughs) And he, um, so he said, I want to make sure that she don't have to worry about those balls being blown up or the mics not working or anything like that so that's why he chose to give it back to that and then he also wanted to make sure that the children therefore going forward would be able to have something to play so all the days that you're with chase in the hospital he i guess kind of talk about what he was thinking about while there because i know you you said that this idea of starting this foundation came about really from from chase Yes, yes. He Chase was always a giving child. He was very a caretaker. So he always put others above himself. So if he saw a chance to give back, he was going to choose that option every time. And so this idea was born to start a foundation to help families out who are in similar situations. Because when you're in this situation, well, a lot of times if you have a full-time job, Either the mom or the dad will often take a leave of absence or, or maybe even end up quitting in order to be at the hospital or be at home with your child who is going through different treatments for cancer. Correct. It is um, the bills can get out of hand pretty quickly. And I always describe it as water swirling down the drain. You're trying to stop it and you can't because every little drop is more on top of you that you just cannot handle to where you can't breathe and you're drowning. And um, so that was why we said, okay, that's the niche that we want to take with our foundation because I believe that's what Chase would want. He would want people to be able to breathe, to be okay, to say, okay, I can got, I've got this because I've got people behind me. And then of course it gets even more expensive if you're, 
if, if, if you know you have a family member that's going through so, something similar where the child has to go to Lebonner Children's Hospital in Memphis, then you're talking about additional hotel stays. I mean, there's just so many expenses that go along with with helping your child. Yes, it is. I believe the percentage is 34% of your annual income goes back into what it costs to be able to take care of them. And, I mean, people don't really have that much of percentage of their income to give away for these circumstances that come up that they weren't planning for. And and then you got to you know pay for your own lunch your own dinner while you're there at the hospital with your child so i i mean they that adds up as well Mm -hmm. so i mean it's just cost upon cost and so the great chase they they do things your organization does things like for example paying for you know i don't know a week of meals for a parent who is at the hospital with their child you may pay for an overnight hotel stay I, i mean there's just any any number of things that you guys have done over the years um, the list is endless. It will also, what we'll do, Scott, in addition to the things you mentioned, hotel stays covering food costs, uh, you know, ancillary costs, we also will uh, go to the electric department and the water department and pay that family's bill for months in advance, you know, taking off uh, some of the pressures of those, of those daily bills. And, you know, we're a small organization, uh, and I, Jennifer and I talk about this sometimes, you know, we we can't do huge things, but we do lots of little things with big love. You know, we, we just support grassroots on the ground and we want, uh, you know, everyone to feel assured that, you know, all of our net proceeds go right back into the community. It truly is a labor of love for us. And it's really what Chase envisioned and what he wanted is to make a difference in the best way that we can. So, you know, being able to support families and cover some of those bills and, and also too, you know, as Jennifer mentioned, allowing those kids to have fun, you know, sometimes the kids just want to, uh, you know, you know, they want to feel normal and, and they want to have, you know, games and, and, and uh, you know, video games or things that are that are fun for them. So sometimes we'll uh, be able to brighten their day with things like that as well, while also taking care of the parents with some of the core bills that they face on a, on a daily and weekly and monthly basis. Again, Steve and Jennifer Yates with us this morning with The Great Chase. And when you're in that situation where you have a child that, that is suffering, you're not thinking about for example, the water bill, the electric bill. So I could see where those things would easily go by. And, you know, you come home one week and your electricity is turned off because you literally, you're not thinking about stuff like checking the mail for bills. You're not thinking about stuff like paying for the water bill. You know, it's just not even in your thought process. Your thoughts are 100% focused on your own child. So it's it's got to be a very tough situation to be in. But I know today there's a lot of families out there that are in this exact same situation. They're going through the struggles right now of of coping with having a child who is sick. What are some words that you would tell them throughout this process? Pray and lean on people. It's I know myself, I, I don't lean on people a lot. <laughs> I like to be misindependent but in those circumstances it's necessary to lean on some people and and feel the love around you and it it is kind of easy in that moment to feel the love because it's I always say it's not a club you want to join but it's a wonderful club to be in because you feel God's presence in it 
I would imagine for a lot of people out there, when they're in that situation in the in the thick of it, it's hard to open up to allow somebody else to come in to help out. I mean, I bet it's just you almost put walls up, you know, because mm-hmm. you're it's like tunnel vision. You know, your only thoughts are focused on your child and, and what's going to happen next. What do I do next? So this organization, The Great Chase, they, they really I mean, you come along and stand beside people and times of chaos where they don't know what to do at times that's true and and one thing that you know i witness uh from my perspective looking at jennifer and her ability to connect with people in that situation you know it's like the old saying empathy is better than sympathy you know she she has the ability to empathize and be you know closely connected and just be that shoulder of support uh if nothing else to to listen which is sometimes the, the biggest thing that they need because she truly understands and that's something that uh, is a, an emotional support in addition to you know, financial support and things that we can do you know, on a smaller scale. Uh, I think often the emotional support, what I call that H2H, that human-to-human connection, is so important. And, and it's just a, a joy to witness that what Jennifer can do for families uh, because she's walked in those shoes. And for people out there listening who do know of somebody who's going through a similar situation like, like what Jennifer's described, you know, sometimes just the gift of being present for somebody is the biggest thing. You don't have to have the right words, but just being in the same room with them, just bringing them lunch at the hospital, just, just being there, that, that probably helps more than people realize. 100%, because it is a very isolating feeling, but yet when you just act instead of speak, I mean, really, there are no words that you can say to bring comfort in those moments. That it is the physical aspect of, hey, I'm here. I'm not going to let you forget it. I think people have this underlying thought that, well, I'm not going to know what to say to help them out. I'm not going to know what to do. Well, you don't have to know. I mean, no. chances are good they, they don't know what to do. So, like you were saying, simply showing up. Yes, I mean, just that, show up. That's huge. Yes, And again, Steve, going back to you, this event coming up, which is again tomorrow, it's going to be the Great Duck Chase, then also a Jeep show that's happening all at Sportscom in Murfreesboro. If somebody wants to get involved, is it too late to, first of all, register their Jeep to be in the show, or is it too late to buy ducks in order to help out with this fundraising effort? Absolutely not. No, uh, we're excited to see... Uh, the momentum growing as we uh, are moving towards uh, 10 a.m. tomorrow when our event starts. And you mentioned the Jeep contest. And yeah, absolutely, the Jeeps can register online up until 10 p.m. this evening. Uh, so we're looking forward. That, that number's growing um, you know, hour by hour uh, for the Jeep contest. We're going to award uh, trophies in various categories. You can go to thegreatduckchase.com uh, to check out the particulars there. Also, our like our Facebook page, which is The Great Chase. And great is spelled G-R, the number eight, and then the letter T. Uh, Eight was Chase's baseball number that anchors our logo. So go to The Great Chase uh, Facebook page, thegreatchase.org, and also thegreatduckchase.com. You'll see all the particulars. And we want to say this, Scott, especially to you. Thank you so much to all of our sponsors. 
and uh, principally so WGNS Radio, you uh, have graciously agreed to be our media partner, and we're so grateful, Jennifer and I, to you and your team here uh, for helping us get the word out about our events. Also, BNS Hauling, Big T's Wheel and Tire, Daryl Huffman, uh, both the uh, real estate side and auction side of his business, the Cole family in memory of Bobby Cole, Pinnacle Financial Partners, and uh, the Smith family and Delta Beta Sigma. Just amazing sponsors and partners that make this possible. We can't do it without the wonderful support of folks like you and your team here at WGNS and all the others I mentioned. Thank you so much. Definitely. And, and on the Jeep show, the contest and everything going on with the Jeeps, is it only for Jeeps or for off-road enthusiasts out there who have a, a truck or, or whatever it is they have that they go off-roading in? Can they bring that as well for the contest? Uh, we, we we welcome all uh, you know all participants. So no matter what vehicle they drive, the Jeep contest is. Uh, limited to Jeeps. However, we do have a non-Jeep Wrangler category. So we have a, a, a trophy category for uh, the best uh, non-Wrangler. Uh, so whether it's a, a so Renegade or yeah, Cherokees, Wagoners. Grand Cherokees, you know, whatever the, the particular uh, flavor is there, uh, feel free to come. There's a category for you. And uh, we'll have various um, trophies uh, for yeah, the various winners. trophies. Yeah, yes. uh, best like best name, uh, best vintage Jeep based upon you know uh, the older older models, and I forget some of the other ones. Jennifer will know what those the are. The Golden Duck. Yeah, yeah, yeah the she, best of show. Yep, mm -hmm. yep. She, she's a Jeep girl. She knows all those particulars. <laughs> and so the Jeeps, it's going to be like a like a car show. They're going to be there, I guess, in the parking lot of Sportscom, uh, and then of course the Borough Beach. That's where the actual the duck race is going to happen. And what time does a duck race kick off? We'll have walk-up registration from 10 to 11, and then sound off for the ducks to go down the slides will be at 11.30. And then we, of course, race until the last duck crosses that finish line. We also have uh, face painting, and the fiery pig will be there for food trucks and sweet teas, sweets. Um, and then Oh Gracious Cakes will be there as well with selling great chase cookies so that's pretty awesome so um it should be a good day of fun and lots of people we look forward to seeing everybody great for family and kids we have as you mentioned we have lots of games and prizes and things it's just a great family event uh, including the jeep contest and uh, we'll uh, just kind of do a takeover there at borough beach uh, for several hours and just have a blast as we know uh, and and you can have the, the good feeling that knows that that goes with knowing uh, all the net proceeds are going right back into our community uh, to help these families that we've talked about and again as we close this morning the great chase the duck race the jeep show all of that taking place tomorrow saturday starting at 10 a.m sportscom right here in murfreesboro and if you want to learn more about the great chase the organization and what you guys do online at what is it great chase greatchase.org and specific to the event uh, the greatduckchase.com sounds good well steve and jennifer yates with us this morning thanks for joining us thank, thank you so you. much time right now 8:35 more news and information is coming up right around the corner the action line on fm 101.9 and am 1450 murfreesboro fm 100.5 smyrna and streaming at wgnsradio.com this is a paid legal ad. You've probably heard it a million times. If you're injured, call a lawyer. And you probably haven't because you don't know how much it will cost, how long it will take, or even if you have a case. 
At the Law Offices of John Day, we provide a free initial consultation because we understand that folks don't want to pay a lawyer only to find out they don't have a case. If you think we can help, we do so on a contingency basis, which means we only get paid if you do. Seriously injured? Call me, John Day. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street, across from the tall NHC building. All of the proceeds that we generate from our store goes directly back into the ministry for those programs that Greenhouse has. So we would just encourage people to come out and take a look. The Garden Patch offers competitive prices on name brand clothing, furniture, large appliances, household items, toys, and more. Shopping at the Garden Patch helps Greenhouse Ministries inspire, give hope, and change lives. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street in downtown Murfreesboro. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Family Restaurants. Do you know somebody who's moved far away and is missing eating at Demas's? Well, Demas's Family Restaurants now offers many of our sauces and some of our food, such as pot roast and soup, to be shipped all across the nation. It's very simple. You just go to demasfamilykitchen.com and you can send an order to anybody as a gift all across this nation. You can send an order to anybody. Go to demasfamilykitchen.com. Hello, this is Amanda from Animal City inviting your family to come do business with my family. And if you're looking for a bird companion in your future, come see us at Animal City. We have some of the best hand-fed baby birds waiting to be your next pet. Whether your pet has scales, feathers, or fur, Animal City is the place for them. When you come see us, make sure to check out our two full floors full of great pets and supplies to keep them happy and healthy. Animal City, 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Time right now, 8.38. You're listening to WGNS again on this Friday morning and now changing subjects a little bit, going to the St. Clair Street Senior Center. A special event is coming up on October the 6th and we'll start with Laura Grissom and tell us a little bit more about this. Good morning, Scott. Good morning, everyone. Um, we're back again to talk about our Health Expo. We used to call it our annual Health Expo, but it's been about three years since we've been able to have it. So we're so excited that we're finally having it this year. And like you said, it's Thursday, October the 6th. It will start at 8 a.m. and go until noon. And we have a bunch of new folks coming in to work with our seniors this year. And at the Health Expo, you're going to be... I mean, there's a number of things that folks can find out about, I guess, their blood pressure for one, but there's a lot of other stuff, too. Yes, sir. We will have several nurses taking blood pressure and then throughout the building, the entire center will be closed down from our regular activities and we will just be concentrating on the health expo. So we will have doctors, uh, physical therapists, nurses, counselors, all different kinds of healthcare professionals offering everything from um, we've got podiatrists coming who will check out your feet. We have a doctor doing a cognitive screening. We are going to have flu shots. Walgreens is going to be with us again this year offering flu shots. We just ask that you bring your insurance cards with you. 
Um, and then, like I said, almost everything you could think of, we're going to have information on breast cancer. We're going to have um, physical therapists offering different kinds of fall risk assessments, those types of things. Uh, we have a even a pelvic floor physical therapist who what, is coming. What is a pelvic floor physical therapist? So as we age, a lot of times we have some issues with incontinence or um, different things like that. And so there's actually a physical therapy that is exclusively for that problem. Interesting. Yes. <laughs> and again, this is all going to be free, and it's going to be at St. Clair Street Senior Center in Murfreesboro. That is correct. Yes, sir. We are a part of the city of Murfreesboro at St. Clair, and we try to do as many free things as we possibly can for our seniors, and this is one of our biggest ones. We work with the community. It is really nice that we have so many healthcare professionals who are willing to give their time um, to come in and offer these assessments and screenings to our seniors. And also with us this morning, June McDowell. And June, you've been with the Senior Center for, I guess, a little over a year now doing social social service work, <laughs> uh, coordinating different events, I guess, and things mm -hmm. along those lines. So kind of tell us what you're going to be doing on October the 6th. Good morning, Scott. Um, I'm so glad to be here, so thank you for having us. Um, on October the 6th, that's kind of, Laura is over the health and wellness. And so I kind of take care of, my main thing is like Medicare. Okay. And Medicare open enrollment is coming Octo October the 15th through December the 7th. And that is the time that you call and make appointments um, with me and I will have someone else that's going to assist me this year. And um, we look at your Advantage plans and we look at your drug plans and we make sure that you're on the best one. So we give free, unbiased uh, comparisons for that. For that. And um, so that starts October the 15th. So I will be involved with Laura's um, health fair, uh, the whole center will be involved, mm -hmm. so it's going to be really exciting. And there is a lot that is offered at the St. Clair Street Senior Center. In fact, you know, I, I've visited other senior centers and other communities before, and they're not as active, it seems like, as what St. Clair has to offer. Yes, I, I hear people, a lot of people are moving into the area, especially seniors, and they routinely tell me that this is the best senior center. Even in Dallas, from Dallas, from California, they're like, this really rocks. So, <laughs> As you age, it's really important, especially once you retire, it's really important to try to get involved in different mm -hmm. things, different groups or organizations, because you do want to stay active. I think that's really important. But you also want to make new friends. That's also important mm -hmm. because a lot of times when people retire, it seems like they all of a sudden lose that friend mm -hmm. network that they had at work, and then they don't know really where to turn. That's exactly right, and that is one of the um, one of the my favorite parts about St. Clair is that. Almost everything we do has such a social aspect to mm -hmm. it, such as physical fitness classes. We offer so many physical fitness classes for just about any level that you may be on. And a lot of folks come for that reason, for the actual exercise, but then I would say at least just as many come for the social aspect of it because they make friends with the folks in their class. They truly care about one another. I teach a couple of the classes there at the center, and when someone is 
ill, has a surgery, something like that, then we send them cards. They call each other. They check on one another. It really is such an important part of our life is that social aspect. So, Laura, going back to the October 6th Health Expo that's coming up, um, I, I know we talked a little bit about some of the different things that will be going on there, but what are some of the other health screenings that people can take advantage of on that date? Well, we also have um, Patty Thigpen comes in pretty much every year with us, and they do a, a hearing screening, so you can get your hearing tested. The Lions Club comes in most every year, and they do vision screening. We also have posture screening. Uh, we have a kind of newer place in town called Blue Umbrella Medical Center, and they are actually going to be doing a neuropathy screening, which neuropathy is a huge issue for a lot of seniors. Um, and they're also doing a knee assessment. So those are two big things in the senior world are problem knees and neuropathy. Um, we're working with America's Best Eyeglasses this year. They're going to come in and do eyeglass repairs. Uh, we also have a dental. We have somebody coming in who will actually clean your dentures or your partials. <laughs> I've tried to reach out to a lot of different new people coming in this year. We have um, massages coming in. We have... Um, skin moisture checks, brain health. We have the Alzheimer's Tennessee folks coming in who are actually offering a silver alert kit. So if you have a loved one who has uh, Alzheimer's or any sort of dementia, then you get this kit and it prepares you for the future, what could happen in the future with that loved one. You know, it's interesting when you look at the senior population today compared to, let's say, 20 years ago, mm -hmm. I can see a huge difference because I'm thinking back to my grandparents, you know, 20 years ago compared to the grandparents that mm -hmm. I see today. They are so active today. And I know one of the reasons for that is because medical care has gotten a lot better, of course, over the last 20 years. Mm -hmm. But people who are seniors, they are doing a whole lot more than what they used to do. I mean, especially when it comes to places like the St. Clair Street Senior Center. But mm -hmm. people are a lot more active today. Oh, most definitely. We, it, it really is amazing sometimes we will talk to our folks who are so active at the Senior Center, whether it be physically active or socially active. And we have so many who are in their 80s and even 90s who are coming out there and literally kind of running around doing mm -hmm. stuff. And it, it, it really is a testament to... Uh, the way things have changed with you know, medical care and people taking their own health more seriously, um, taking care of themselves and that sort of thing. But um, we even have uh, an, epi uh, an event going on today. We have our fall festival at the Senior Center today. From 1230 to 330, we are having a uh, craft sale. Actually, that starts this morning at 9, but the fall festival part will start at 1230. And we're going to have games and snacks and that sort of thing today at the Senior Center. And, and then the dance starts what time? Yeah, we have a... There's a dance tonight? A, well, yeah. it's, it's during the um, fall like festival. 3 to 5? I think it's this during the fall festival, okay. twelve thirty yeah. to three thirty. So. so a lot happening then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's hard for us to keep up with what's going on. If it's not it something is. we're in it charge is. of, it's hard for us to keep up with what it is. But yes, today uh, we we will have a lot of activity at the center. Now this is going to be the first year the Health Expo is back in what two years or three years because of COVID. Twenty nineteen was our last one. So twenty nineteen was the last one. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm sure a lot of folks will be happy to go back to this yeah. because 
you know, over those years of COVID, it, it seems like I think a lot of people lost connection with mm. a lot of friends because we had to stay home for a certain portion of COVID or we, you know, people, businesses weren't open like they used to be. But what, what kind of impact did that have on the senior center? That had quite an impact on our folks at the senior center. Um, we were closed from, I believe it was March through October of 2020. And we tried so hard to stay in touch with our folks. We would call them on a regular basis. We held classes because we are part of city, the city of Murfreesboro Parks and Rec. We were able to hold classes at Sportscom, Patterson, out in the park. So we tried to stay connected with our folks as much as possible. Um, but once we opened back up, once we were allowed to open again, we had so many who came in and who were so, so grateful to be back at the senior center. And it was kind of a slow trickling of people coming back once people became more comfortable uh, with, with what was going on in our world concerning COVID. But now we are at full blast again. We have pretty much back to normal, you know, is a phrase that people use. We have all of our activities. We're having dances every month. We're having Meals on Wheels is serving their lunch every day. All of those things that we did in the past, we are doing again. Again with us this morning, Laura Grissom and June McDowell from St. Clair Street Senior Center. So during that whole COVID period, I know depression hit a lot of people and mental mental health is just as important as physical health. And I think maybe for those that didn't realize it before COVID, they definitely realized it during and after COVID. How do you help to get folks back on track whenever it comes to just feeling better mentally? Well, we... June and I probably talk to people pretty often, June more so than I do. Um, a lot of times people just need someone to talk to. And so we try to keep our doors open for those types of things. Sometimes they just need to talk through some things. Um, but we also continually try to assure our folks that um, these are the steps you can take to have that better, better mental health, physical health, because everything is connected. You know, even though people say, well, I'm depressed, so I don't want to do everything. It becomes a vicious cycle because they don't do anything. So we try to encourage them to get physically active again, to get socially active, because those things do definitely connect with your mental health. And to get involved in any way you can, just coming to the center and making mm -hmm. new friends and, and not being alone, that mm -hmm. being alone. I, I have a friend who she's been alone for this past year. Her husband passed away. And, um, I've seen a decline mm -hmm. in her all kinds of abilities. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to stay connected and have community. Definitely. And along with that, diet and exercise, two mm -hmm. of the top things you can do really mm -hmm. to, to help get your, your mental health back yes. on track mm -hmm. as well as your physical health. Yes. Now coming up at the October 6th Health Fair, are there going to be any type of mental health screenings out there? And then will they help? point people in the right direction of what maybe steps they need to take to start feeling better? Yes, sir. We always try to involve our mental health experts at our health expo. So we have branches counseling who have been with us in the past several times. They are going to have just a one-on-one, -on -one, two counselors out there to speak with you one-on-one. -on -one. They'll do a depression screening if that's something you would like to do. 
Um, we also are working with a new partner this year, Ellie Mental Health, and we have a counselor who is coming in to speak with anybody dealing with PTSD, which that is pretty common anymore. We have a lot of folks out there with PTSD. So again, we, we want those things to be more of a one-on-one -on -one thing because a lot of times people are not comfortable in a group setting. Um, so we do, yes, we definitely try to cover our mental health aspect of, of our seniors as well. And for those with PTSD, they can suffer from it, not just from from the war, right. you know, war times. Because I think when people hear PTSD, they just automatically think, well, you know, I, uh, that's only for veterans, but mm -hmm. no, that's not the case for sure. It could right. even be from something like a, like a car accident, yes. um, any number of things. But again, this health fair, it is coming up, the Health Expo on October the 6th at St. Clair Street Senior Center. And when we talk about seniors and those who are involved with the Senior Center, what age group do you see most regularly? I, I guess starting at what age do people usually start using some of the different services or getting involved in different groups at the senior center well the senior center is open to anyone who is age 60 or over so as long as you are 60 or older than that then you are welcome to come to the center there's no cost you just fill out some paperwork like i said earlier we're a part of the city of murfreesboro so we get most of our funding from the city which allows us to offer so many wonderful programs at st Clair. Um, but as far as who we see we see everything from 60 to several several in their 90s mm -hmm. and again so many of them are very very active the only folks who can come who are not 60 are people who are married to someone who's 16. <laughs> so no matter what your age is, if you are married to someone 60 or older, then you can come as well. Hey, and the Senior Center, you guys do all kinds of things. I know we've talked about a, a number of different events and stuff, but you also take trips. Now, I don't know how COVID mm -hmm. impacted that, but mm -hmm. are you back to doing day trips and things along those lines? Yes, sir. We we have got our trips going again. Um, we are short a bus driver right now. We're, we're trying to hire another bus driver. Um, but yes, we have our day trips. They're going locally. They're going um, overseas as well. There's an Alaskan cruise next year that's scheduled. I think they're going to Scotland next year. Several things um, are planned. But yes, our trips are back in full mm -hmm. swing. So things like the Alaskan cruise, I, I would assume that it's a little bit cheaper to do it through the St. Clair Street Senior Center because you're going in these large groups or you're getting a group discount rate. So really, if folks like to travel and they're seniors, it would make sense to take advantage of it by going through the St. Clair Street Senior Center. Oh, definitely. And to me, the best part of that is that they do all the planning for you because I know when I go on vacation I'm doing all the planning and that takes a lot of work it, it's like kind of taking the vacation away when it comes <laughs> to having to plan yes so if anybody listening would like to get involved in any of the events at the St. Clair Street Senior Center what's the first step they need to take the first step they would need to take is to come to the Senior Center and we are at 325 St. Clair Street we're off Memorial and just fill out, like I said, a simple paper. It's a front and back paper. You fill that out, turn that in. We give you a little scan card. So every time you come in, you scan in. 
you choose what activities you want to do for that day uh, we have a newsletter that comes out every two months so you can pick up our newsletter which will tell you everything that's going on for September and October and then you sign up for programs we ask people to sign up for everything they do simply because we have to know how many are coming we have of course limits for room sizes and that sort of thing and again there is an event going on today the fall festival yes. when again is that taking place now we have our craft fair that starts at nine o'clock so here in just a few minutes the craft fair will start and Honestly, because it's not my project, I could I can't promise you I'm right on the times. I know it starts at nine, but I think it goes through this later this afternoon. And then we have the fall festival that starts at twelve thirty with the band and the games and the snacks and such. No, doesn't that go through tomorrow? Too? The craft fair is tomorrow as well. Yes, okay. yes. Um, so people have have got little booths and they'll be there today and tomorrow selling their goods yes thank you and then june you often help a lot of people with uh, i guess understanding things like medicare and and how to go about enrolling properly and using the services and and other things like yes yes and it's a very unbiased um advice that i don't i can't point them to the right um plan to take but I give them the options, and then they can discuss that with their spouse, their family, or their doctor, and see if you know that works for them. And and, and then another big thing that I have is we do simple wills, mm -hmm. and that's just a very basic will, and it's like twenty-five dollars, which is amazing. <laughs> and a local lawyer here in town comes every other month, and uh, and I make appointments, and they come in and get a will done, which is very very important. And you can also help point people in the right direction if they're wanting to get involved in a in a different group, maybe a support group of some yes. kind. Yes, we have the widows group there. We have the care, caring for the caregiver because caregivers, a lot of our seniors have caregivers, a family member, and it's easily easy to get burned out with that. Mm -hmm. So um, they need to take care of themselves too. So we have those support groups. Uh, we have just have so many wonderful things at St. Clair. Again, June McDowell with us and Laura Grissom this morning with the St. Clair Street Senior Center. And once more, the St. Clair Street Senior Center is in downtown Murfreesboro. And the easiest way to find it w would be what? If you're driving down Memorial Boulevard, where do we turn? If you're driving down Memorial, you will probably know where Popeye's Chicken is. <laughs> it is right. It's there in front of Goodwill. Um, CeCe's Pizza used to be in that little strip mall. Um, the Mac used to be there. Now it's named i think avalon or something but you turn at that light and there's there is a sign that says st Clair. you turn right there onto st Clair, and then we're just down on the right and that's right there there's a, a nissan car dealership yes. there so just Not take a ride mm -hmm. and uh basically the road ends at st Clair's and st <laughs> yes. Clair street senior center you're right yes <laughs> and again once more as we close this morning october 6 is the day of the health expo and the time the health expo takes place is from what to what it's from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. I do advise you to come early and not late. In the past, we've had a couple of folks who would show up like at 11, and it's hard to get very much done because there will be probably a few hundred people there um, trying to get into these different 
assessment places so I would come early rather than late and also wanted to let them know that we have a lot of sponsors who are giving out door prizes this year so we'll be giving those out and something new I'm doing this year at the expo is I've got a whole room that is going to be filled with just local healthcare professionals giving out information so we're going to have mindful care which is an adult day center we're going to have assisted living places coming in insurance um, Captel, which offers a, a phone for those who are hard of hearing. So lots of about 12 to 15 different um, health professionals coming in just to give out information about their business. Sounds good. Again with us this morning, June McDowell and Laura Grissom with St. Clair Street Senior Center. And we'll post all this online along with details about the upcoming Health Expo as well in just a few minutes. We'll post it under our podcast section. But thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you thank for having you. us.